Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the High Vibration Living Podcast. I'm your host, Chef Whitney Aronoff, founder of Starseed Kitchen and High Vibration Foods. Join me for conversation where we learn about food, wellness, travel, and spiritual concepts for high vibration living. Only you know what your body needs. Let this be the reminder that you have the power to tap in and know the food, self-care, and spiritual practices that will best serve you. I will be sharing my knowledge and learning with you from experts providing insight into nourishing all the layers of you, the physical, emotional, spiritual, and etheric bodies, so you can feel your best and live your dreams. Let's get started. and welcome to the High Vibration Living Podcast. I'm your host, Chef Whitney Aronoff, and today I'm going to be doing a solo podcast episode to launch 2023. So I've put together a list of 10 healthy habits for a better you in the new year, and I'm excited to share these thoughts and suggestions with you. These are all things I apply in my life that I like to do, that I share with others, So let's just jump right into it. 10 healthy habits for a better you in 2023. Number one, learn a new recipe. You guys have probably heard me say it before, but the healthiest meal you can eat is the one you make at home because you control the ingredients. You control the quality of the pots and pans that you're cooking with. You control the gas or electric that you're using, your attitude in the kitchen how it feels in your home, the intention when you're making your meal, all of these go into creating a healthy meal, a healthy recipe, which is just nourishing you. So I suggest in this new year, find a cookbook, find a recipe on a website. You can visit starseedkitchen.com for some recipes. You can check out my Instagram for some inspiration. Make a new recipe this year. I always say it takes about three times to master a recipe, you know, as someone that cooks a lot and often I have clients that will request the same dish once a month or every other week. Once you make that dish three times, you really master it. And you really also figure out the layers and the profiles of the recipe and you're able to tweak it. So it really serves you and what you like. I usually find with recipes that I follow, I'll end up adding additional vegetables, or I'll tweak the type of vegetables, or I'll add new garnishes, parsley, cilantro, radish. So find a new recipe, make it three times, master it. When you have it at a place where you feel like you could invite somebody over and entertain and serve it to another person, and you'd be really confident about it, you know, you've really learned that recipe. Number two in this year, get comfortable with drinking more water and drinking 
filtered water. So it's, it's totally understandable. We all go through phases and live in different places and getting filtered water can be challenging. Think about kind of good, better, best. So anything's better than drinking tap water. And once you start drinking filtered water, you know, when you have a, a glass of tap water, tap water feels heavier. There's definitely more mineral content. You can kind of feel and taste the cleaning agents that your city is using in order to clean the water that you're receiving out of the tap. So find a way to get filtered water in your home so you can drink more filtered water. So there's a few different ways that you can go about. I've done all these prior to finally spending the money to get an under the kitchen sink filtration system installed, which is the best money overall. If you're able to set aside anywhere from $1,200 to $1,800 and just pay for a system to be installed under your sink, if there's only two to four people in your home, you're only gonna be changing the filter on that under the sink, under the faucet filtration system, you're only gonna be changing it about every year and a half to two years. And when you change the filter, most places it only costs $150. And that can include um, somebody coming out from that company or a plumber to change the filter for you. So you're gonna spend all that money up front, but you're really gonna save over a two year period of time. The Breville water filter that you can pick up at Target or Walmart and have in your refrigerator is better than nothing but you can do better. Another step that you can do is look at a Berkey. Um, they sit on your kitchen counter. It filters your water. It's still better than nothing, but it's not amazing. Um, a lot of people are really into Kagan water filters. They're also a bit pricey. They also sit on top of your counter. Um, I've heard a lot of different things about that over the past 20 years. So go with your gut instinct on that one. Uh, the next option, which I did for about two years before finally springing for my own sink filtration system, is finding a place in your community that filters water that you can go and fill up in five-gallon glass containers. Then you have a stand in your kitchen where those glass containers are sitting on, and you're able to pour from that container whenever you need a glass of water or water to make soup with or cook with. So here in Orange County, I've used Pristine Hydro, um, which is in Lugan and Nigel, Lugan Hills. I've also used Citizen, which is in Costa Mesa. And then I've also used a place in Corona Del Mar. I think it's called The Water Room, something along those lines. It's on Pacific Coast Highway in Corona Del Mar. Um, I've used all three and I've liked the results of drinking all three. Um, I definitely still have those five gallon large glass containers in my home. I think it's just good to have some glass, some water in glass for emergency situations. Um, but, you know, when you go that route, you have to have three or four of those giant five gallon containers in your home at all times. So you're only making trips to refill them once or twice a month. Um, and I found when I had the water that way, I was really hesitant to cook with that water. So I was only using it for drinking water um, or to use my foot detox machine because you have to use filtered water for that. I wasn't using it as much for making soups 
boiling pasta, steaming vegetables. I was absolutely using it for bone broth, but I would do so much of it for one bone broth, bone broth batch. It was making my bone broth cost a lot more money. So if you can this year, spring for an under the sink installed water filtration system, and you can take it with you when you move. So if you're renting your apartment, you can get it installed and then have it uninstalled and take it with you when you move. So don't let those limiting beliefs about your renting. So there's no way for you to have good filtered water get in the way. There's always a solution. I know you can go out and find one. My third suggestion for healthy habits for a better you in 2023 is find a new health modality to start trying. So find something that you can work into your routine, maybe once a week, that you can start doing regularly in the new year to help improve your mental health, your physical health, your emotional health, or your spiritual health. So the four bodies, physical, emotional, spiritual, and etheric. So pick a new modality. That can be a massage once a week. It could be the infrared sauna. It can be stretching. It can be reading a new book. It could be having a journal next to your bed and writing down your dreams every morning. It can be using the five minute journal, which is a great little book that you can pick up that has a little bit more intention setting and has you write in it in the morning and before bed, downloading a new meditation app, let's see, doing cranial sacral therapy, finding a physical therapist to go to once a week, going to yoga once a week, finding a new workout routine that really makes you feel good and balanced and doing that once a week. There are so many options. For me, one of the things I love doing once a week is my foot detox machine. I know you guys have seen me post about it on Instagram. I've been using it for three years now. Um, and I do that foot soak with the detox machine once a week. I'm super committed to that. That always makes me feel better. Um, I'm really into castor oil packs right now. I do that at least twice a week. And if you want an amazing night's sleep, do a castor oil pack um, after dinner or just before you go to bed. Um, I would go on Amazon. And you can buy a wrap, a castor oil wrap from a company called Queen of Thrones. So you get that wrap and then you separately order organic castor oil. So be sure to order organic castor oil in a glass jar. And then you'll need some sort of heating pack if it's the wintertime. In the summertime, I don't put a heating pack on my castor oil pack, but in the wintertime, you really want it. So you can find a traditional one that requires you to add hot water to make it a heating pad, or you can buy an electric one, whatever suits you. And the directions are really easy that come with the Game of Thrones wrap. You'll do that for an hour, once or twice a week. It really supports liver health. It really supports detoxification. And it really helps with a great night's sleep. It also just supports with, um, with improving the mineral content in your body. And if you're also having problems with any hormones, that'll help there too. So I highly suggest trying to do castor oil packs in the new years. 
one of the health modalities that I'd been, I had heard about for years and I kept pulling, putting it off because I thought it was too messy or complicated. I just didn't quite understand it. And Paris Hodges was the person that finally shared and explained it to me in a way that made me comfortable to start doing it. And it was through using that queen of thrones wrap from Amazon. And you can listen to my episode of the high vibration living podcast with Paris Hodges, if you want to learn more about her, but she's the one that really helped me get into that health modality. And I encourage you to find one to try yourself in the new year. All right. Number four, move your body for 30 minutes a day. I know it sounds super simple, but oh, it can make all the difference in the world. Again, to all the layers of you. So your physical health, your mental health, your spiritual health, your etheric body, everybody benefits when you're able to move for 30 minutes a day. So, you know, no matter what time of year it is, even in the winter time, get outside and walk around the block a few times. Sometimes we all have work days that feel too demanding. So when I have a day like that, I like to break it into two 15 minute walks. Sometimes it means I have to break it into three walks at 10 minutes each, but that way it's totally doable. So you take a break for 10 minutes in the wintertime, you put your coat on, you go for a walk, you know, obviously before lunch, after lunch, early afternoon, when the sun's out and makes it a little bit warmer, these are obviously much easier to do in the summertime, you know, in the morning or in the evening, because there's more sunlight, but move your body 30 minutes every day. It improves your digestion and improves your lymphatic system. It improves your mental health. I personally go for my walks without a cell phone and you know, when you're walking in an area that you know really well, your intuition will pick up and you'll know how long you've been gone for. You'll know when you've hit walking a mile or a half a mile. So walking without a cell phone can also help improve your intuition, your mental health, your spiritual health, overall body, you know, because you don't have that vibration sitting on you. It can really help calm your nervous system. So get outside, move your body for 30 minutes every day. And in those days where you're just really exhausted and you can't fit that in, try to sit down on the floor in your home for 30 minutes, or again, break it into two 15 minute sessions and just stretch. Just give a little attention to your body, stretch out the kinks, maybe lay down, put your legs up against the wall. That's a great practice to do before bed because it calms your nervous system. 30 minutes a day focused on your body. Remember, we only get one machine for this lifetime. So it deserves a little bit of attention every day. All right. Number five of 10 healthy habits for a better you in 2023, visit the farmer's market once a month. Now, this is coming from somebody who has to go to the grocery store anywhere from five to six days a week because I'm a personal chef and that's really demanding and exhausting. And I often don't want to wake up on my one day off, which is a Saturday and go to a market when I've just been at the market multiple days in a row, but it's the only place that you can go and get fruit without wax on it and get the most flavorful nutrient dense fruit. 
So if you're going to go to the farmer's market for anything, go for the fruit and just try to get there once a year. You know, depending on the fruit that's in season, you're able to buy a bunch and keep it in the fridge for a few weeks. So in the fall, very early winter, I can go and get an incredible selection of apples that are so crisp, so delicious, have no wax on it, haven't been sprayed with anything that doesn't serve me and keep it in a fridge for about two to three weeks and they stay nice, crisp and delicious. So I highly suggest just try to get out there once a month, find something in your area. It'll make all the difference because you'll also get re-inspired to cook. You know, you'll maybe meet new friends. You'll feel a part of your community. It, you know, making plans to kind of get out on the weekends can sometimes be hard, especially when you're working a lot. Um, but the farmer's market will always uplift you. I promise you that. So make a commitment to go once a month and see how that choice improves and upgrades your life. Hi, I'm Chef Whitney Aronoff. As a personal chef, I created custom organic spices for my clients. These blends are of the highest quality with no added sugar, MSG, caking agents, or any junk. I want you to have the same access to good quality seasonings which is why I've launched my line of organic spice blends. High Vibration Foods by Starseed Kitchen is my collection of chef-crafted organic spice blends made with only good-for-you ingredients. I use organic source spices, ancient mineral-rich Redmond Real Salt, prepare the blends listening to Kundalini mantra music, then charge the jars with the quartz Giza crystals for a true high-vibration experience. You can now purchase my most requested blend, 11 Magic Herbs and Spices, on StarseedKitchen.com. Use code STARSEED for 10% off your purchase. Can't wait for you to enjoy. All right, number six. This year, I encourage you to upgrade the quality of your protein source. So I'll talk about protein sources from two points of view for our plant-based, vegetarian, vegan listeners, and for those that eat animal protein. If you are vegan, plant-based, or vegetarian, I encourage you this year to choose real whole food, organic protein sources, meaning go for the lentils, the beans, the nuts and seeds, the sprouts at the whole healthiest, cleanest, highest quality version you can get. So instead of opening a can of garbanzo beans, which are lifeless, they are low vibration, they're really only there for emergency situations, Make your garbanzo beans from scratch, also known as chickpeas. You buy a bag or get from, get from like the loose leaf aisle. Um, you get your dried garbanzo beans, you soak them overnight. You cook them in a pot for about 45 minutes with either a piece of kombu seaweed or a bay leaf. Those are gonna help with the digestive process and make them more easy to assimilate into your system. And now you have your beans cooked for the week and you can use them in all different ways. And you pick a different bean or lentil to cook from scratch every week. And just 
try to upgrade the quality source of your protein. You know, another thing to keep in mind, you know, stay away from the protein sources that have become popular that are replacement meats. Um, really look at those ingredients and figure out if that ingredients list really serves you. If you've been going that route looking for plant-based chicken, plant-based sausage, see if that product really resonates with your body. When you're at the grocery store, hold it against your chest and ask yourself a yes or no question regarding that plant-based protein alternative. Ask yourself, we'll take Beyond Meat as an example, does this Beyond Meat sausage patty, whatever it may be. Does this serve my body? Should I eat this? Should I purchase this? A yes or no question. If you lean forward while holding it, it's a yes. It resonates with you. If you fall backwards, it does not. Put it back on the shelf. If you don't move at all, you're right in the middle. You can go either way that you want. You get to make the conscious choice. So upgrade the quality of your plant-based protein source this year. If you're on the animal meat side, start learning where your meat is coming from and start understanding labels. And that is enough to carry you through the whole year, but start understanding those labels on all your protein sources and start figuring out how you can upgrade it. So an example would be Let's say chicken. So if you shop at Whole Foods, it's going to be Mary, Mary's chicken. So learn about what Mary's chicken is, all the different farm locations they have, and what they're feeding their chicken. And then think about how can I upgrade that? How can I find a bird that's 100% pasture raised? So then maybe you look at a company like Pasture Bird. Maybe you look at some companies that are online and you start to order your whole chickens, your chicken thighs, your chicken breasts direct from the farm. And you just keep it in the fridge and you're able to defrost it, you know, in the morning when you know you want to have chicken for dinner that night. So start looking at those little steps. If you're into ground bison, ground beef, ground lamb, ground elk, start looking at what those labels mean, grass-fed, grass-finished, field-harvested. So the dream way and the dream label on our meat is 100% grass-finished, field-harvested. That means your animal ate grass or hay its entire life, and it was harvested or processed on the land where it grew up. So that way it wasn't thrown in the back of a truck or a semi driven for miles and miles and processed in a facility with tons of other animals, which raised its cortisol level and shot tons of cortisol into the muscle meat that you're now consuming. So you want to look for 100% grass finished. Sometimes it says 100% grass fed but you're looking for the 100%. Everything is grass-fed. All animals are grass-fed at some point in its life, but then it's taken and finished with potentially GMO or non-GMO, 
corn, so soy, and grain. And that doesn't serve you. You don't want to eat GMO corn, so soy, or grain, nor does the animal. That's not their traditional diet. So start learning those labels as well. And again, upgrade. See how you can upgrade with what works with what's at your grocery store, what's in your area, what works with your lifestyle, your finances, and start, you know, potentially looking online or go to your farmer's market for better options. All right, my next tip for a healthy habit for a better you in 2023 is sharpen your knives. Cooking in the kitchen is so much more fun when you have the tools to support you. So nobody likes cooking when it's challenging and when it's hard. And when you have a knife that isn't sharp, that it's actually hard to cut through the onion, cut through the broccoli, cut through an apple, I understand that you don't want to be in the kitchen. When things move seamlessly, it's a lot more fun. It's a lot more fast. It's a lot more convenient. So this year, if you haven't before, go ahead and get your knives sharpened. If you don't like the knife that you're currently using, I suggest you go into a kitchen store and start holding different knives and figuring out which one feels comfortable in your hand. It's not about what's popular. It's not about what's most expensive. It's about what feels really comfortable in your hand. So you can go to a Williams-Sonoma, a Sur La Table, a local kitchen store in your area, or you can go to a bigger place like Chef's Toys. They have plenty of knives there too that are great for everyday use. You know, obviously kitchens and chefs purchase knives there. So go in, get hands-on, try them, hold them in your hand, and get your knives sharpened. So some places where you can get your knives sharpened are, I love going into Chef's Toys. I have, I know people that go to Williams-Sonoma. You can go to Sur La Taube. If you want to mail in your knife to get sharpened, it's usually a quick turnaround time, about a week. You can check out Knife Aid. These are great options for you if you want to mail in your knives. Um, I've also heard of Corin Knives, K-O-R-I-N knives, they allow you to mail in your knives for sharpening and togu knives, T-O-G-U knives. So find a mail-in option, find an in-person option, get those knives sharpened. And if you currently are working with a knife that you don't like very much, replace it and start having fun cooking for yourself. Because you guys know, I always say this, the healthiest meal you can eat is the one you make at home. All right, next up in healthy habits for a better you in 2023, we're staying in the kitchen and you are going to upgrade your cutting board. So just as important as the knife that you're working with is the counter that you're working with, right? So if you're gonna be cutting food, you want to work with a stable foundation for cutting your food. So those super, super thin cutting boards that they sell at Target and different retailers, and they sell it as use the blue one for fish, use the red one for meat, use the green one for vegetables, but they're paper, paper, thin plastic, and they fold up on the sides, they start to wrinkle. That is not a safe, balanced, sturdy cutting 
board for you to use. It's completely unsafe. And every time you cut on that, microplastic is going into your food. And you can see when you look at people that have really used those boards, also with people that use those thicker white plastic cutting boards, you see all the lines going through there over time. And that microplastic is going somewhere. I've noticed just because I'm a chef who works in a lot of people's homes, a lot of different kitchens, when those cutting boards are a color, those thick plastic cutting boards are red or blue. When I'm cutting on those cutting boards, I can see those red flecks going into their food and I try my best to stop it. But when they're these tiny micro flecks, sometimes you can't pick them out of your minced cilantro or parsley. So if you don't have a wood cutting board, this is your year to get a wood cutting board. I have ordered wood cutting boards online. I've purchased them in per person. I much prefer purchasing them in person. I think it's important for you to figure out the size that works for you, that you're comfortable with, um, and also the weight, because it should be really easy for you to pick it up, take it over to a pot on the stove, slide the food in, and then pick it up and carry it over to the sink and wash it off because wood, wood cutting boards have to be washed in the sink. And if you're concerned about bacteria or not being able to get those wood cutting boards fully clean, when in doubt, add boiling water on top. So you can always give your cutting board a good scrub and then simply boil water and then pour it on top of the cutting board. You want that boiling water to be running on the cutting board for about 30 seconds. So slowly pour the water on the board, specifically in the area that you cut on or use the most. Have that drizzle onto the cutting board for 30 seconds, and then you're good to go. So boiling water is a great way to clean a wood cutting board. And a wood cutting board is the healthiest way to prepare your food because no microplastics will be getting into it. So if you haven't made the upgrade yet, this is the year to make the upgrade. All right, my next suggestion for a healthy habit for a better 2023, this is the year to love yourself because when you love yourself, eating healthy is really easy. And I'm not trying to be cheesy with this line, but it's really, it's really true. When you know how good you feel on days where you eat food that is delicious and healthy and fresh and seasonal and what you're craving and the best quality that you can find for what you're craving. You, I mean, when you feel amazing, you want to keep that going. So when you really, really love yourself and respect yourself enough to continue that day after day after day, being healthy is really easy. So it's really easy for me to not go and get fast food. It's really easy for me to not eat microwave food. I don't even have a microwave in my home. I haven't used a microwave since 2023. Oh, sorry. Since 2003, it will be 20 years since I've used a microwave. And it's really easy for me not to use a microwave. Like I know the frequency that is going into that food. And the food that I make is so fresh and beautiful and delicious. I don't want that type of frequency anywhere near me, let alone in my food and going through my body and being absorbed by all my organs. It's really easy for me to make healthier 
selections because I love myself and I want to feel good. And, you know, the older you get, the more you become aware of what's going to make you feel good when you wake up tomorrow morning and things that you know to avoid in the evening that can affect the quality of sleep that you're going to have and then how you're going to rise in the morning. So the more you tune in, the more it'll be easier for you to make healthier habits. I promise you that. So just start looking at your daily habits, see how you can slightly adjust or upgrade them. And as you continue to fall in love with how good you are feeling, it'll be super easy for you to make healthier decisions. Next one, number nine, learn the foods that make you feel good because only you can tap into that. And I know that can be frustrating. Sometimes we just want other people to have the answers for us, but you are the captain of your ship. You have to tune in and figure out the breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, the desserts that make you feel your best. And you can do that. You're fully capable. I promise if an elimination diet is the only way for you to get there, that's okay. Keeping a food journal for a few weeks, that can help too. Finding a friend or a family member or a health coach that can keep you accountable and have you type up everything you eat every day and, and how you felt afterwards and sending that to them, that can help too. Um, I'm a big fan of Rebecca Wood. She wrote the new Whole Foods Encyclopedia, one of my all-time favorite books. And you can check her out on her website. She has some great eBooks. And in her eBooks, she has a little daily journal where you write down what you ate and then how you felt after you ate. So some people notice immediately, some people notice 30 minutes later that they're feeling sluggish, that they need to go get a coffee or a tea. And that that's not necessarily normal. Sometimes people feel that their food isn't being digested. Um, some people wanna take a nap right away. Some people find that certain meals that they eat make them feel really light and have more energy and more flexible. So this is the year that you find the foods that make you feel good and understand that that is going to change and it's going to fluctuate with the seasons and nothing is permanent, but start to explore and make those changes. Lastly, the healthiest meal you can eat is the one you make at home. That is my number 10 for healthy habits for a better you in 2023. The healthiest meal you can eat is the one you make at home. So this is the year that you find that meal and master it because you're going to make it at least three times and become an expert and figure out what it is that you like to cook. Are you really into making breakfast? Are you really into making all your lunches and taking them to work with you or just having them prepped in your fridge so it's easier for you when you're working from home? Are you really into making dinner? Do you love making soups? Or maybe you're someone that loves braising meat and making slow cooked meat. 
Maybe you're really into barbecue or smoking or grilling. You know, find find what speaks to you. Play around, experiment, master breakfast. Create a ton of new ways that you like to make eggs, scrambled, poached, sunny side up, a frittata. You know, just start playing. Start playing with your food. Start playing in the kitchen and start cooking for yourself. So I'll share this, this little family story, which I find really interesting. And I often, I often think of, um, so my great grandmother's great grandmother. So we're talking like my great, 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 great grandmother. She was in her early twenties. She was actually 20 when the civil war broke out. And she journaled through the whole Civil War. And she ultimately published her stories from that time. And they became New York Times bestsellers. And then she found and created an organization called the Girls of the 60s with a ton of other women from the North and the South that were young women, teenagers, and in their 20s when the Civil War was going on. So they could gather and share stories Um, because that trauma doesn't go away. And I find it really amazing. It was a time where there weren't therapists. So they used each other to share what those experiences were. And this organization went on for many, many, many years. And they also would gather to do a lot of charity work for the different communities that they lived in. But this organization was a way for people to express the trauma that they went through during that time and share life experiences so they know that whether they were living in the south or the north they they weren't alone they they all went through similar things and i bring this up because her name was malvina sarah black gist wearing so you can look up malvina malvina gist black malvina black wearing her name's listed in multiple different ways But I bring her up in her books up in this time period up because she wrote in her book after her father-in-law had her removed from Columbia, South Carolina, because he knew that Sherman's troops were going to come in, burn it to the ground. He wanted to make sure his daughter-in-law was in the safe place. So he had her relocated to Richmond. Here she's in Richmond, Virginia, all alone, but she's lucky enough to have food. Her father-in-law has made sure that the accommodations he's found for her, that there's some food there for her. She has flour, sugar, coffee, tea, luxury items in the height of the Civil War. And she writes in her journal how lucky she is to have this food, but she doesn't know what to do with it. She doesn't know how to cook for herself, that she has spent her whole life learning how to be a hostess and how to entertain. She can play the piano. She's great at making conversation, at singing, at needlepoint, at sewing, at being a good hostess, um, at entertaining, in setting themes for parties. She has no idea how to feed herself, a basic life necessity. And when I read that, it very much resonated with me. I read that long before I went to culinary school. And I think it resonates with all of us today. You know, it's a basic life skill. 
knowing how to nourish yourself. And you can't expect other people to do it for you if you don't even know how to do it for yourself. So I really encourage you in this year ahead to figure out the foods that really make you feel good and know how to cook a few of them. You know, don't rely on restaurants or DoorDash or, you know, somebody else to help get you what you need. Learn how to do it for yourself and then outsource it if you want to. But, you know, fill up your tool belt with the basic tools that can really serve you. I hope you enjoyed that little family story. I just felt like, you know, it's a tale as old as time. You know, we spend so much time learning all these incredible skills. And then we realize we don't have the basic life skills to support ourselves. And, you know, sometimes before we outsource a skill, it's better to know how to do it ourselves. So, you know, definitely hire a personal chef if that's available to you, but know how to cook a few dishes on your own that are really delicious dishes that make you feel good. And then after that, you know, get help, order out, you know, where, where it serves you. So I hope these 10 healthy habits for a better you in 2023 really serve you. I'll go through them quickly again, and you can take notes as we recap, figure out one, two, or three things that you want to apply and have a beautiful year ahead. One, learn a new recipe. Two, drink filtered water or get a filtered water system at home. Three, find one health modality to start trying. Four, move your body for 30 minutes every day. Five, visit the farmer's market once a month. Six, upgrade the quality of your protein source. Seven, sharpen your knives. Eight, get a wood cutting board. Nine, love yourself and eating healthy will be easy. 10, learn the foods that make you feel good. And the bonus, the healthiest meal you can eat is the one that you make at home. This is the year to learn how to do just that. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the High Vibration Living Podcast. If you enjoyed it, the best way that you can support me and the podcast is by writing or rating this podcast episode on Apple's podcast. So if you're tuning in on Apple, you can scroll below this podcast episode and there'll be a place where you're prompted to leave a review or choose a five-star rating. I would very much love that. And the other way that you can support the High Vibration Living podcast is by sharing an episode with a friend. So if you've enjoyed any of my podcast episodes from this past year or this one, take the link, send it to a friend, send it to a family member, send it to somebody that you're thinking of and you know, pass it along. And that is a great support to me and a great way to support someone you care about. Thank you so much for tuning in and I look forward to connecting with you next week. Bye-bye.